an entitled father lets his son try to open my locker at a gym as a form of entertainment just so he can then run off and go work out. And as a result, the craziest set of circumstances and unfolding of events happens right in front of me. And I've never been happier to escape a situation in my life. Here's what happened. So today, like most weekdays, I went to the gym in said gym or locker rooms where one can shower after getting all sweaty after lifting weights. I had just finished the dry portion of my workout and I went down to the locker room. As a rule, I try and avoid spending time in the locker room. There's a whole bunch of nope in there. Just get in, do what I need to do, and then get out of there. Today, I unfortunately ran into one of the most blithely ignorant humans I have ever encountered in my life, as well as who I can presume to be his son. I managed to get the holy grail of lockers today, and I was very pleased to have it. It was number 69 for those curious. Yes, I am aware I'm a very overgrown child, and no, I refuse to apologize for this. So I just come down to the locker room as a sweaty and stinky mess, just trying to grab my bathing suit so I could change and do cardio in the pool. Unfortunately for my intentions, there was a man who was about my age in his mid-30s trying to get his son, who was about 8 years old, away from my locker. His son, however, had no intentions of going anywhere and started to do one of those blood-curdling screeches that most non-verbal children do when they're upset. I'm a little puzzled why there's an enraged child trying to open my locker while this guy stands there just watching. So I wait for the man to disengage the child from my locker and then I wearily approach and open it. This guy then goes, Oh, thank God. I was afraid we wouldn't have this locker. He gets really upset when we don't get the locker that he likes. Now, if I didn't already have all my stuff in that locker and wasn't trying to get into the pool before my heart rate went down, I probably would have obliged him. But as things were, I wasn't having it. Sorry, man. I kind of just need to change and get into the pool. I said that to him and then I proceeded to get out of my sweaty clothes, jump into a bathing suit and grab the stuff I need for the pool before shutting, locking and scrambling the lock. I then ran away to swim about 500 meters and then soak for just a little bit. About 20 to 25 minutes later, I'm all done with my swim and I feel rather noodly as one does after a good swim and I come back into the locker room where there's a familiar looking boy trying different combinations, trying to get into my locker. Only there's no adult present, just the kid in the entire aisle of lockers making frustrated sounds every time the combination doesn't work and it was right about then that I knew this was not going to be a normal interaction. Now, I'm angry on this kid's behalf and honestly astounded that the guy thought this was the heads up play. I'm also acutely aware of the consequences of even touching this kid and something just possibly going wrong. So I promptly decided to pass that buck right along. So I called the front desk and I explained the situation and they promised a staff member would come over right away. Eventually, a male staff member comes in. I see him and I flag him down and indicate that the kid is still valiantly attempting to brute force the lock to try and get my locker open. The staff member attempts to get the kid's attention, but that definitely did not work. The staff member then tries to pick the kid up and promptly gets his eardrums blown out by this kid's shriek. The staff member promptly puts the kid back on the ground and withdraws. He promises help is on the way. The kid then goes right back to trying different combinations. My gym is rather fancy. It includes not only a regular daycare, but a special needs daycare as well. Said special needs daycare staffer was actually concerned when the kid wasn't dropped off and wound up heading down to the locker room to retrieve the kid. So the first guy comes in and asks that everyone be aware a female staff member was entering the locker room itself. And this poor woman comes in staring at the floor. The first guy guides her over to the kid and then she brings out her secret weapon, some sort of fidget toy. After a minute, the woman gets his attention and 
shows him the toy. The kid promptly takes the toy from the woman and makes not a peep when the woman scoops him up and carries him out. Meanwhile, I'm standing there dripping wet, thinking to myself, what just happened? The first guy has to unlock my locker for me because the kid's attempts to get the lock open had scrambled whatever I'd put in in the first place, and then he asked me to come talk to the staff after I shower. I do just that, and then I'm brought up into the manager's office so I can relate what exactly happened. Midway through my story, a woman about bursts into the manager's office, frantically demanding to know where her son is. The manager calms the woman down enough to listen and asks her to take a seat, and her son will be brought right down. Then the manager grabs the phone to call someone and asks that the boy be brought to his mother in the manager's office. The mother begins to stress vomit words out. They weren't precisely coherent, but from what I could piece together, she went on to explain that the father dipped out on the mother, as well as the son, after it was found out that their son had special needs and was likely never to speak again. He wanted nothing to do with the kid. Time had passed by and eventually the father reaches out, feeling guilty apparently, and starts taking the kid on weekdays every now and again. The mother actually gave the father money to take the kid to a petting zoo today and the next thing she knows, this Jim is calling her, saying they found her son all alone in a locker room and are having trouble locating the father and she was listed as an emergency contact. The whole time this is playing out, I'm just standing here like, man, I just want to go home. Then the staff member from before enters the office with the kid, who is promptly reunited with his mother. The mother is overjoyed. I think the kid was happy too. It's kind of hard to tell. The staff member retreats, and I think to myself, for the love of God, take me with you. But that was wishful thinking. It was at this moment that a trainer who looks exactly like Ivan Drago is escorting the father into the office, looking at this dude like he's absolute scum. And that's when the shouting started to begin. The mother pops off and says, how could you be so irresponsible? He is your son. The father then goes, he was fine, perfectly happy standing there to try and open that jerk's locker, pointing straight at me. You left him alone in the locker room? Listen, I needed to work out. None of this was my idea anyways. What difference does it make if we didn't go to that stupid petting zoo? It's all the same to that stupid kid. After a solid minute of shouting between both parties, the kid starts to screech and both parents are going at it hammer and tongs. I catch the manager's eye and tip my head towards the door. She rolls her eyes but gives me a nod. And trust me, I wasted no time fleeing the scene. Yeah, the father in this story is an absolute idiot. You seriously just left your kid alone so you could work out and you left him in a locker room where strange men come in and out that you don't know in the slightest? That's like saying, okay, go let anyone be your babysitter, have fun. And also, this guy knew for a fact that someone else was already using that locker. Like, why would you then let your kid go around and try and fiddle with the locks, possibly breaking something in the process? Like, this entitled father was really just completely out of line. I don't blame the mother for freaking out, as well as getting up in his face and telling him exactly how it is. You can't just say, hey, we're going to a petting zoo, and then suddenly be like, oh, just kidding, we're gonna go work out instead. That is incredibly inappropriate, and there's no excuse for that. But honestly, I find this story really funny. This guy got wrapped up into something that he absolutely didn't want any part of. But in the end, he was able to escape that situation without catching any of the strays the mother was throwing around, which is a lot better than what this father could say. If you like Am I the Jerk, you're probably going to love Am I the Genius. Check it out, link down below in the description. Also follow Am I the Jerk on Instagram and Twitter to see all the stories that couldn't make it into the videos. Am I the Jerk for ditching my girlfriend at a 5k race because I wanted to get a better time and not have to walk the entire time. Here's what happened. So my girlfriend and I have been together for about two years now. We do live together and about nine months ago I picked up running as a hobby 
hobby, and I have since grown quite fond of it. I currently run about an average of 25 miles a week. A few months ago, I decided I wanted to try a 5K or a 10K, and after some Google searching, I found a 5K in my city that did look kind of fun. I registered for it, I paid the fee, and decided to start training specifically for it. I mentioned it in passing to my girlfriend that night, and she asked if she could come too. I was psyched about the idea of running a 5K with her, and I said yes, but warned her that she would probably want to start training because I was going for a sub-27 minute time, which might be tough for a complete beginner. She said she would like to train with me, which again sounded fun, so the next morning I woke up at 5 in the morning for my run as I usually do, but my girlfriend was not up for it and told me that she'd go later. This continued for a week and then two weeks, and finally I managed to get her up once for a run. She was miserable the entire time, and I basically didn't get any exercise. Last Friday, the day before the race, I asked if she was really up for it. She insisted that she was. She then told me that she would just gallop and skip through it, just like she used to when she would do her mile runs when she was in middle school. I asked her to demonstrate what a skip gallop was, and she showed me this bizarre side-stepping gallop as if she had a cast on her legs. I told her it seemed like a really inefficient way to run, but she insisted it always worked for her. Saturday was the day of the race, and right out of the gate, she utilized her skip gallop strategy. Two minutes in, I realized that she was already completely gassed. She started asking me to wait so we could walk together. I apologized, I told her that I loved her, and left her behind to finish the race. I ended up with a time of 26 minutes and 43 seconds, beating my goal entirely. After the race, I tried calling her, but she wouldn't pick up. When I made my way back to the car, I realized that she had left me. I had to take an Uber home, and right when I walked in the door, I was met with her shrieking about how I ditched her. I tried to calm her down and explain that she kind of brought it on herself, but she was not interested whatsoever. Yesterday, she gave me the silent treatment all day. Do I deserve what I'm getting here? What should I do? This is hilarious to me. I'm just going to say it, and I'm sorry if that's mean. Did your girlfriend really think that she could run a 5K just by skipping through it? I mean, that sounds more exhausting than actually running the race. Like, that is really funny. She thought she could get away with that, first and foremost. But also, why would she be like, no, wait, you should walk with me. Like, no, I'm not going to walk with you. I've been training for this. I've been training specifically to get under 27 minutes. I worked really hard for this, and I've been waking up at 5 in the morning every single morning just to get ready for this. Like, it is extremely selfish for her to expect her boyfriend to throw everything out the window just so she can have someone to walk with in this race. He has literally been training for this. That is so unbelievably selfish. Not to mention the fact that she left this guy at the race and forced him to get an Uber just to get home. Like, that is just totally unfair. I mean, she did know what she was getting into, right? I mean, there is a reason why your boyfriend was getting up early in the morning to train for this. So honestly, I don't think the original poster is a jerk in this situation. They did not do anything wrong. Their girlfriend is being a weirdo. And truly, this is all on them. Because if they wanted to have a good time at this race, they should have done more to train and get ready for it. And that fault does not fall on the original poster. Instead, it falls squarely on the shoulders of his girlfriend. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. 
My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Am I the jerk for purposefully letting my sister hit a pole after she was looking at her phone all the time while driving? Here's what happened. So my little sister, let's call her Christy, that's not her real name, has recently gotten her license. She obviously thinks she's an incredible driver and can handle a car no matter what. After only four months of driving, she has already become one of those girls who put their phone between their thighs to be able to look at messages and access it quickly while driving. It drives us all insane, to be honest. And my family and I have talked to her about it multiple times, but it goes in one ear and out the other. Yesterday, she did it again while driving my car. And this is when we were out getting groceries. She had been distracted for almost the entire drive and even continued to look at her phone when I told her to cut it out. When she was about to roll into a parking spot, she probably got a message and looked down at her phone. I noticed that she was about to ram into a lantern and when I was sure that she wouldn't cause damage to other vehicles, I decided to just let her run into it instead of intervening. It was a huge shock to her and she just sat there completely still for like 15 seconds processing what had just happened. Happened. It wasn't until I spoke up that she finally spoke again. I said to her, will you please learn to leave your phone alone now? The first thing that she said was, well, why didn't you tell me? And she said this in an absolute baffled tone. And I told her straight up that I didn't tell her so she'd learn a lesson. She was absolutely livid and tried to push all the blame onto me for not intervening. But I told her it would still have the same outcome had I not even been there. And that ultimately she, as the driver, is the responsible party for not only her, but all passengers in the car. Christy was absolutely gobsmacked that she messed around and found out. Even more so when I told her that she would have to account for half the damages caused in an accident that the insurance wouldn't cover. And in total, it was shy of just about $200. Overall, I had a blown out light, a bent bumper, and a dent in the hood, plus a few scrapes on my car. She went completely wild, but I told her that she's lucky I'm not making her pay for everything since she was driving the car while being on the phone. A few days after the insurance gave me the sum, I told Christy what she owes me, which she paid immediately. She told me that apparently because of this, she won't be able
able to go on a trip with her friends and that I'm a massive jerk. She also added that she would have learned her lesson otherwise too. I personally doubt that she would have and honestly distracted drivers are the worst. So honestly, am I the jerk for purposefully letting my sister run into a pole when she was clearly looking at her phone? You are not the jerk and you taught her a valuable lesson. First off, this is all on her. If she's going to be the one driving the car, she needs to keep everybody else safe in the car. This is all her fault. Literally nobody else. And you know what? It was smart of you to let her run into that pole. It's better to run into that as opposed to some kind of bystander who didn't see the car coming. I know when I'm driving, I put my phone down and I don't even look at it. Like, I literally just put it to the side and I say, okay, this can wait until I get home. It's not an emergency. Let's just drive and focus on the road. So when it comes to Christy, it is literally a choice for her to look at her phone on her lap. So for her to call you the jerk when you didn't say anything with her running into that pole, honestly, that's not your fault. You were letting her learn a lesson pretty much the hard way. So if anything, good for you for being the better older brother because your little sister was being an idiot. And this is a valuable lesson she won't forget anytime soon. Am I the jerk for pretending like I don't have money so that my family won't bother me? Here's what happened. So my wife and I partially retired with $4 million in savings. I am a systems engineer and my wife is a registered nurse. I still work part-time and I contract out, but less than 20 hours a week. And my wife is fully retired. We are both very frugal people and we try to save where we can. I've also made it clear to my wife to never tell my family that we have money and to pretend that we are just absolutely broke. Her family knows we do well, but they never ask for money. My family, though, won't stop asking for money. My mom, my dad, and my brother are terrible with money. My dad and brother both work oil and gas, which results in a few fat years of tons of money coming in, followed up by layoffs. Not saying the layoffs are their fault, but they have never seen anything, so they run up credit cards to pay for everything. My parents have borrowed against their house so many times, they effectively haven't paid anything towards the principal, and they have had their house for 35 years. They should be retired but can't. And my dad recently had to go back to work as a school bus driver because they have so much debt and no money. My brother inherited their spending habits and has his own alcohol struggles. He's currently going through his second divorce. I didn't tell my son not to tell his grandparents we recently retired and they found out from him recently and have been calling me livid because we pretended to be broke for years. But clearly, if we can retire, we have savings. I didn't tell them because I know the results are they would just ask us for money constantly. They have on several occasions when we went on vacation and they found out via Facebook. And since then, we learned not to post about it with them eventually knocking on our door asking for money. But we lied and told them that we won some money, but we had spent it all on the vacation. Am I obligated to help them? I don't feel so because both my parents and brother made lots over their career. But my dad is in his 70s and still working. I'm sure they are contacting me to ask for money, but am I the jerk if I continue to pretend like I have none? What should I do? Honestly, I don't think you're the jerk at all. And I don't think it's dishonest to say, sorry, I don't have any money to give you. Like you are not obligated to pay off their debt. And you know what? If they found out you have $4 million in savings, then you better believe they're going to try and get a piece of that pie. They have terrible spending habits. Why would you give them money just so they can then spend that like crazy? I mean, personally, if I was in your shoes and I had that much money in my savings, I would be hesitant to give any kind of money to someone who's just going to spend it all over the place. I also think personally, just in my opinion, that you don't have to be secretive about how hard both of you have worked. This is your money and you and your wife get to decide what you spend it on. So I know if I was in your shoes, I would not be afraid of spending money. You 
you can still have a frugal lifestyle, but I just don't think it's a good idea to not spend your money simply to hide the fact that you have a lot of money stored up in your savings. And this really could be as simple as you telling them, hey, we've retired and we're on a fixed income. And that is literally it. How much you have is none of anybody else's business. And if I were you and I was in your situation, I wouldn't tell anybody about how much money I have in my bank account. So hopefully this works out and hopefully your family can stop bothering you. Because at the end of the day, it's your money and no one deserves it except for you and your wife. Am I the jerk for leaving my niece's wedding reception early as well as taking my gift back? Here's what happened. So I'm a 45-year-old male and I have a 22-year-old niece who just got married last weekend. And let me tell you, the family is blowing up with drama right now because of what myself as well as my wife did. I must preface this by saying my family can be pushovers. They really all hate conflict and will definitely let themselves be run over by someone else in order to not cause a fight. But you know what? I am not that way. The wedding was on a Saturday. It was a Catholic ceremony in a church at 3.30pm. The reception area was about 15 minutes away from the church. The reception was set to start at 5 o'clock. Maybe this was stupid on the venue people, but they wouldn't open the bar or bring around the appetizers until the bride and groom arrived. Service ended at around 4.30 and everyone was told to go to the reception. The wedding party had a limo to take them and a separate limo took the parents, grandparents, and siblings. The couple is young and decided against family in the wedding party. It was four sorority sisters and fraternity brothers on each side. My wife and I drove. We got to the venue around 4.50 with the first family limo arriving around that time. By 5 o'clock, I would say all 150 guests were there, but there was still no bride or groom. The wedding coordinator was getting really upset as it was now 5.45 and there was still no wedding party. We are all just standing around with no food or drinks. Someone was able to get a hold of the maid of honor around this point and apparently the bride and groom told the limo driver to stop at the liquor store and then drove around on the highway for an hour so the wedding party could get trashed. At around 6 o'clock, the maid of honor said they should be arriving in the next 20 minutes. My wife and I looked at each other and said we are out. We thought it was horribly disrespectful for them to do that to all of their guests. I told my brother that we were leaving and taking the gift with us. He tried to plead by saying, they're just kids, let them have fun. But I was having none of it. A few days after, I got an apology text from my niece, followed up by her asking for the gift again. I said that I felt very disrespected and I didn't want to give a gift anymore. She then snapped and called me a jerk. So now I really need to know, are we the jerks for leaving this wedding reception after she went around town just to get wasted for over an hour? No, I don't think you're the jerk at all. Everybody was shepherded over to this reception to be there at 5 o'clock, to then have to sit around there for an hour, all because the wedding party wanted to get trashed before they go to the event, is honestly so disrespectful to everybody who showed up. Like, seriously, do they not see that everybody's waiting on them? They can't get any food, they can't get any drinks, they're literally waiting on this one group of people to come into the wedding reception. Like, seriously, that was so disrespectful to everybody there. So no, I don't think you're the jerk. You can clearly see that she apologized and was like, okay, I'm sorry. By the way, where's that gift you were going to give me? Like, we can clearly see that she was only sorry to try and get that gift. And instead of apologizing again, she decided to snap and call you a jerk. So honestly, that's all you really need to know about her. She was in it for the gift, and the rest of the guests just did not matter to her. So honestly, good for you for taking a stand. Because your niece's behavior was absolutely atrocious. And there's no way that should have happened. Thanks for watching. When you subscribe, make sure to hit the bell to turn on notifications so you never miss a video. To finish listening to all the stories, use the playlist at the top of the description. And if you like 
like Am I the Jerk? You're probably going to love Am I the Genius. Check it out in the description below and subscribe.